Hey, beautiful. My name is Jada. I'm an ambitious Black girl in my 20s trying to find balance through navigating the nuances of life, love, and money. As a hyper-independent woman with a type A personality, I'd like to take you on my journey of change and hopefully inspire some of you along the way to chase after your dreams and face your challenges with confidence. Welcome to the Adulting in Action podcast. Let's get into today's episode. What is up, y'all? Welcome to episode seven. This one is a really, really cool episode because a lot of y'all have been really messing with my moving content. I mean, especially just because I recently um, completed my moving journey for this year and this is like my third time moving in about two years. So it is a lot. And I've have a lot of experience moving, especially like across country and just into different apartments. So we are going to get into the ultimate guide for moving on your own, because this was the first time that I did move on my own before I moved with um with other people. And this what, what I'm going to tell you here are basically eight steps to moving. And these eight steps can be applied to you moving in with a roommate, you moving in um, with a partner, or even just moving out by yourself. But because I was on the journey of moving into my own place, and that is the goal for a lot of us at this time in our young 20s, um, this is definitely going to be geared towards you moving out on your own, because this is something that is really necessary um, but before we get into the, into today's topic, I did want to go ahead and give y'all some more updates. So I am currently sitting in my new place and I'm really just taking it all in. Like I'm really taking it day by day and really trying to be in the moment because this is a huge accomplishment for me. Like I really was trying to move out on my own for a long time now. Like ever since I graduated college back in June of 2021, I have been trying to move out on my own. So, um, this is really something that has been in progress for a long time. So to sit here in this blessing and um, and to really just appreciate everything that has been put into getting to this point, y'all, I'm, I'm really just like, I'm in awe. I'm loving it because it feels like a dream come true because it is a dream come true. And I'm currently just, you know, really trying to make sure that I am decorating the place the way that I want it to be because I'm very particular about my space. I want to decorate in a way that it evokes a certain emotion whenever I walk into my space. And so I've been taking my time with that. And I also really just love interior design. Like I was an HGTV girly, still am. And I watched everything HGTV. So all the little um, home shows or interior decorating shows, like I watched them. So I am actually really excited to be decorating more than just a room or a bathroom. Like I actually have a living room and a kitchen and a bathroom and a room to decorate. So I'm excited about all of that. And basically everything is almost done. I just have to get rid of a few boxes. I am tired of walking into my place and seeing boxes. Y'all don't understand. Like I'm very tired of it, but I am going to hopefully clear that out today. So I am excited about that as well. But all of this does connect to what we're talking about today, which is the ultimate guide for moving out by yourself. And there are eight steps and I'm going to break the steps up between like time frame and like kind of where you should be at and what step you, what steps you should be doing around which time frame um, according to your move. So where we're going to start is 12 months or more before your move. Okay. So this is should, this should be about like a year or a little bit more than a year away from you actually moving um, and taking that step. So the first thing that you want to do is really get clear and intentional about your why. Like, why do you want to live alone? Why do you want to move? Get clear about that because your why is going to fuel you for saving up over the course of a long time for your move. And a lot of us do have to save up for our moves because, I mean, unless you just got it like that, 
then, you know, you do have to save up over time because moving is very, 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 very expensive. And it's only getting more expensive because this market is absolutely bleh. like they want to pay us little, but then want to charge high for everything that we have to pay for. Like, it's just we're in a very weird time. So planning ahead is very, very, very important when it comes to moving out. And so the earlier you plan, the better you're going to be. So the first thing is to figure out your why, because that is going to be really impactful on the entire process. Um, you don't want to just move out because you see everybody else doing it and you want to keep up. Like, no, like move out because you genuinely have a good reason to. I mean, be and be intentional about what it is that you moving out on your own and having your own place is going to do for you and for your growth, right? And for your purpose. So just really, really, really be intentional about that and um, make sure that you write it down somewhere because like, you know, journal about it. it. It actually does help when you write it down and you continue and you continue to remind yourself of your why for any goal that you have. And then step two is to use the rent calculator thing that I created on Google Sheets to determine how much rent that you can afford. And you have to be real with yourself. It is okay if you cannot afford to live out to um, live on your own right now. It's 100% okay. But just make sure that you know exactly what you need to do in order to reach that goal if moving out on your own is your goal so you can take the rent calculator that I created and it is still available so all you have to do is dm me your um your gmail account it's very very important that it's a gmail account gmail account um dm me your gmail account at greenline planner on instagram and I'll be able to send you the rent calculator and this will basically help you determine how much rent you can afford with your current income so it's actually a really good tool to use in order to start looking for different apartments and kind of just see what you need to change if you do need to change your income and increase it in order to reach that goal. So I really want to say like be real with yourself because even though I had a goal of moving out on my own when I first graduated college, it just was not possible for me at that moment in time. And that's okay. Um, it just wasn't my time to be on my own in that way. And now looking back, I actually... I can see how it just was not the right time for me to be on my own and living in my own space because it would have been a completely different look, a completely different feel. And my space would have had a completely different intention. And so I know that this came at the perfect time, at the right time. So if you cannot move out on your own right now and it doesn't seem like you can afford it just yet, it's okay. The time for you will come. And you just have to make it a goal and then know what you need to do in order to reach that goal, right? And so just kind of giving some background stories to how I, or as to why I wasn't able to move out on my own right after college. So basically I did like a solo trip to Houston. I was trying to move out there. So I did a solo trip to do some apartment hunting. And at the time I would just had saved up like six months worth of rent for, um, for myself to prepay my rent when I got out there because I knew that I wasn't like having a job that was going to actually equate to two times the rent or three times the rent right so when I got out there they were saying like no you need three times the rent income you can't prepay your rent like every person I mean every uh, apartment that I looked at was saying that so I was kind of getting a little frustrated I was like mm, okay so I guess it's not possible for me at the moment which was fine so I ended up moving in with my grandparents in Virginia and kind of like starting there. So I started there and I was um, really looking for a job when I got out here. And then once I did find a job, I still wasn't making enough to move out on my own. So I ended up having to move in with a roommate first. And while I was moving in with a roommate, I had the goal of the next time I move, I'm moving out by myself. I'm not going to renew this lease with her. I'm going to renew, uh, I'm going to go get a new lease by myself. So that was the goal. So that was the 12 months 
before my move. So I knew that I had this 12 month lease with my roommate. And at the end of that 12 months, I was going to be able to reach my goal of moving out by myself. And the first thing that I did was get my why. And then the second thing I did was use that rent calculator that I made on Google Sheets. And so by using the Google Sheets calculator, I was able to see how much rent I could afford with my current income. And it just was not adding up to what the market was looking like. And the market was saying that rent is X, Y, and Z. And I was only able to afford like way less than that. So I was like, okay, during this 12 months, I need to somehow, some way increase my income. And I did. So I got a second job. Um, and I also did get a promotion at my, at my current nine to five. So I did certain things in order to ensure that my income income was going to increase. Um, and then step three, I determined how much money I could actually save with my current income. And I estimated how much I would need in total for my move. So I determined this by one, using that Google Sheets thing for um, seeing how much rent I could afford and kind of just playing around with numbers. So I estimated like, okay, if I ended up making this amount of money, then how much rent could I afford then? And I was able to find like a good income goal to reach uh, in order to have that rent amount that I actually wanted in order to get the place that I wanted and stuff like that. So um, that's how I determined that. And then I also cut off a lot of my unnecessary expenses um, that I could live without for a while or that just weren't serving me anymore because I knew that that would free up a lot more money so that I could put more money away towards moving. So then after that, I basically estimated how much I would need for a security deposit, um, the administration fee, the application fee, how much I would want in order to go shopping for furniture and stuff like that. And I kind of put all that together and I estimated a grand total of how much I would need in order to move. And I just kind of started saving up each month for that. And the earlier, again, the earlier you start this process, the more time you will have to save up. And also when I started saving for my move, I opened up a new account to save my money in and I named it moving savings. So that kind of helped with the motivation because I opened up my online bank account and it would say moving savings. And I would see that number just grow and grow and grow. And it's very important to have a separate account for your moving savings, just so that you know that you're not touching that account. And also so you can kind of see exactly how much you have in that specific fund for that specific purpose. You don't want to mix it in with your emergency savings. Like it's completely different than your emergency savings fund. And before you start moving out, you should have a decent amount in your savings in your emergency savings fund to cover any potential car repairs, any other living expenses that might come up in case of an emergency. And this is going to help with your confidence with moving out on your own, right? So you want to make sure that you have your emergency fund set away that is separate from your moving savings. And you do not want those savings to blend because they're completely different purposes. So they need to be separate. Okay. Make sure that you do that. So separate those. Do not save your moving savings with your other savings because it's going to get muddled up and you might end up using your emergency fund savings for your moving savings and kind of decrease that. So you really want to separate those. And then you want to also during this time be working on getting your credit score to a decent amount so that you have a higher chance of being approved for your place without needing a co-signer. And this is also going to potentially lower your security deposit as well, because when I moved into this place um, during the past 12 months, when I was still moving, when I was still living with my roommate, I basically increased my credit score by a lot, basically by like 100 points. And when I moved into this place, um, they said, okay, your security deposit is $250 and it could be more depending on your credit score. So my credit score was really, really good. And 
I asked them, I was like, hey, is my security probably going to move? Like, it's going to stay 250. They're like, no, yeah, you're great. You're It's 250. I'm like, chilling. So it really depends on the place that you have. Like, some might just have it very set. Like, this is what it is, no matter what your credit score is. Um, but then other times, you know, they will say it depends on your credit score. And also, if you do have kind of like a lower credit score and you don't have rental history, then you might be asked for a higher security deposit or for a co-signer. And so basically just having that higher credit score allows you more autonomy when it comes to um, you moving out on your own. Like you won't have to really have a, a co-signer if that's the case. So again, this is all like 12 months before you move out or more. Okay. So you want to, again, just to recap, you want to be clear on your why you want to use the rent calculator and estimate how much it is going to cost you for all the expenses before your move and also for furniture, and then determine how much you can save each month um, for that move and separate your moving savings from your emergency fund. So now moving into like six months before your move. So this is kind of like, okay, we're halfway through the saving process. Now I want to go ahead and start looking at potential places to live. So this is where you're able to start shopping on like apartments.com and Zillow and like the other places. I typically just use the default apartments.com. It always does me good. So I started looking there. But keep in mind that when you're looking, this is like ways away before you actually move. So you're not going to really be able to know if they have availabilities around the time that you're looking to move. But make a list of all the apartments that fit exactly what you're looking for. So when it does come to that time, then you know exactly where to start with asking for availabilities, right? And um, you want to go on these tours. So go on these tours, make vision boards, really envision yourself to, to be living there and see which ones are your top picks. And when you go to these places, you want to ask if they have any moving sales or discounts coming up soon, like a free app, like a free application um, discount or like a first month rent free discount. So ask, like, say, you know, around what time of the year do you usually have any moving deals? You know what I'm saying? And most times they will want to help you out. So they will tell you when they have moving deals. And pro tip, the cheapest months to move are typically around the winter months, okay? So so try to move then, but I would still ask the places that you're interested in um, moving to when they typically have the cheapest rent because they do fluctuate. Trust me, they do fluctuate. They do change the rent. So you want to make sure that you get in good when you can. Like literally, I moved in when I did my application it was like two months before February. And then once I got in in February, I checked on the on the uh, website again, and they increased the rent for the same place that I'm at by $400 a month. So I said, hey, I got in good. And I moved in in the winter months. So definitely like put that in your head as like a pro tip, because that's really, really good. You want to be able to save as much money as you can. And also if you sign the lease in the, in the winter months, then whenever you move out and you want to move out from your place, then you're going to be moving out in winter again, because that's when your lease is up. And also, if you're moving around the winter time, you can ask for money and gift cards and like other things over the holidays to help contribute to the move. And you can also bank on your tax return to give you a little, a little extra cash around your moving time. So just moving around the winter is actually a pretty, pretty good idea. So I just wanted to go ahead and throw that little pro tip out there because a lot of people don't talk about that, but it's very, very smart to move around that time. So definitely take that into account. So that's six months before your move. Again, go look at some places, go tour them, just go see what areas you like, see, you know, the different locations close or close to your job, see the different locations close to the different places that you usually like to hang out and like to go to. So really just like kind of 
go and like check out those neighborhoods and check them out on, on multiple days. Don't just go on one day because that can trick you. It could be looking all cute and clean one day, but then another day, you know, during the year, it looks a lot more dirty or like whatever. So definitely go check that out. And then moving into one to two months before your move, step number five is going to be to finalize where you're moving and gather the exact amount that it's going to cost you for your move. So look through your potential list of places and hopefully at this time you're going to be able to have two to three places that will have availabilities at the time that you're ready to move because typically apartments, they require the current tenants to give them a 30 to 60 day notice before they move out. And that's going to be when they set out the availabilities. So you want to go to the apartments that you have on your potentials list and ask them if they have availabilities around one to two months before you actually set the date for your move, right? And once you finalize the place that you want to go to, go back and do a tour again and remind yourself of what it looks like, you know, envision yourself living there again. And while you're there, these are going to be the questions that you want to ask your leasing agent. So tune into this part and write these down because, I mean, these aren't all the questions. So definitely, you know, like search up on Google, good questions to ask leasing uh, agents when I'm moving out or looking to move into a new place. But here are some really, really good ones. Okay. So write these down. Ask the exact amount for the deposit, ask if the deposit is based on your credit score, ask how much the application fee is going to be, how much the admin fee is going to be, are there any utilities included in the rent, um, ask if like your water bill or electricity bill is shared between everyone in the building and, and if they divide it up between how many people live in the unit, because that did happen to me one time at another place and Basically, like I felt like I was paying for some water that I didn't use. And yeah, it was a thing. But sometimes you can get around it. Sometimes you can't. But definitely ask if that is the case. Um, and then you want to ask if parking is included or if it's an extra charge and where you'll be parking. Ask them the average amount of utilities for the unit that you're in and for like you just being there. So say, okay, I'm moving into a one bedroom, one bath, and it's just me. What is the average amount of utilities I can expect per month? And then they can, they should be able to give you that answer so that you can kind of start planning in, in your head um, and expect how much your total expenses are going to be for that place. Um, ask if they've ever had a history of insects and how they do pest control. Like how often do you come in and spray for pests? Uh, ask what changes you can make to the apartment. So know if you can paint, know if you can do wallpaper, know like, you know, the, the rules for the holes and stuff like that. Ask all this stuff in advance and know exactly like what things would be affecting your security deposit and getting that back. So you want to ask that as well. Um, ask them how they handle any emergency repairs. Um, and then ask them what the process is for paying rent each, each month. Like maybe you need to go get a cashier's check or a money order, or maybe you could just pay it online. Um, so definitely ask that as well. And then um, ask how many, after how many days, like would rent be considered late? So I know in this place, um, after the fifth day of the month, then the rent is considered late. Um, and then ask them if they require you to get your own renter's insurance. And if so, how much liability coverage do you need? Um, and then they should be able to give you all of this information, y'all. And again, these are not all the questions, but this is a good start. And then once you get all of that information, um, the month before you move, you want to start saving up for the first full month's worth of rent plus utilities in a separate account. So I call this the rent account. So I have a separate account for my checking and for my moving savings. Um, I have an account called rent that I put all of my money in over the course of a month to save up every single month for my rent that's coming up. 
So I put that plus the utilities in there the month before I move. So think about it. You don't have to pay for rent in the following month in this last month of you being at your old place, right? So if you don't have to pay rent the next month, then that gives you time and money to start saving up for the first month's rent at your new place. So that's what you're going to do in that last month that you're there at your old place, start saving up the money in order to pay your first month's worth of rent at your new place. And then you're going to be so much more set and you're going to have so much more confidence moving into your new place because you already got the first month rent down and you don't just have to come up with it out of thin blue air, right? Cool. And you want to be ahead of your bills and not behind. So definitely do this. And this will also give you like a good gauge on how your life is going to be by now paying these new expenses because it is an increase in expenses now all the bills are on you so by kind of practicing and doing that trial run a month before you move in you're able to see like if you need to change anything up or not and then number seven is to start preparing for your moving day so make plans for who's going to help you move and how you plan to move your stuff are you going to just pay a moving company or are you going to have your friends and family help you this is when you're going to want to make your u-haul reservations in advance if you're using one just so that you can have the location of the U-Haul already set and all the other things that you need, like if you need a dolly or mattress covers and stuff like that. So go ahead and put all that into the reservation. And then you also want to start looking at your Wi-Fi and set an installation date. So before I got my Wi-Fi, I got my router box. I set up the day for the actual day that I'm moving in. I've set that up for them to turn my Wi-Fi on. And then this is also when you want to um, set the date for your gas and electricity to be turned on if your apartment doesn't already do it. Mine does it. This was the first time that I didn't have to turn it on myself. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, and then you also want to get your renter's insurance in place for your new place um, during this month before you move. And then you also want to go ahead and start looking at putting the address change in through USPS and let your job know about your new address. And also like change it for your credit cards and your debit cards and your banking stuff, change all of that. And you also typically have about 30 days to change your address with the DMV. So you want to make sure that you're changing your address everywhere. And doing that USPS address change is going to change it for like everything else. But you really want to make sure that you're changing it for like all your banking stuff and um, for the DMV. Because when you do that with the DMV, then it'll also update your voter registration address as well. So good pro tip. And then also get your boxes, start getting your boxes and start packing your stuff up. Please do not just um, procrastinate on this part because listen, y'all, procrastination is real. I'm one of them that loves to procrastinate and it will come up and bite you <laughs> in the butt if you don't start actually packing up stuff a month before because just pack up little by little. Like I know that it kind of feels like you got to use everything and you feel like, well, I don't want to pack anything up and then like feel like I have to live without stuff. I get it. Trust me. I get it. That's how I was. But no, start packing. And honestly, get get boxes from anywhere because they're just going to be thrown away so you can get recycled boxes and use them again. You don't have to buy brand new boxes if you can find boxes that are used already but just make sure that like you know nothing like food and stuff was in it because you don't want to put like clothes and your personal items in boxes that had stuff like that so that was step number seven was to prepare for your moving day that was typically like a month before now after you get your keys the last step is to pray over your place and set the intentions for your new place so you got the keys now go throughout your place and ask the lord to fill it with the holy spirit and to cast out any spirits left over from past tenants you want to make sure that you're putting your new fresh intentions in it and that god is blessing your new place because he's the one that allowed you to get the place and blessed you with the funds and the finances and the plan to get this place so you definitely want to stay in a like a mental state of gratitude and you want to 
first just thank him for the place and then ask the Holy Spirit to fill the place, right? And then set your intentions for the new place and how you plan to grow in your new place because this is a space where you're now here by yourself. And this is going to be a, a period of new growth because this is the first time that you're able to set your own rules and set your own routines and clean when you want to clean and stuff like that. So really set your intentions and how you want to grow. And then start unpacking and decorating and really just be in the moment because this is a huge accomplishment, y'all. Like huge, huge, huge accomplishment. So those are the eight steps. Um, I really hope that y'all enjoyed these steps. This is everything I did to financially prepare for my move. And it really just helped the process go so much easier. So you, the earlier you start planning, the better. I promise, promise, promise. So start planning at least a year in advance because it's going to take that long in order to really save up the money that you want to. And also to just make sure that everything goes smoothly. Again, the earlier you start, the more prepared you're going to be and the better and the smoother the process is probably going to be for you, okay? If you have any questions, you can always DM me. And Lord, I just want to go ahead and pray for anybody that is thinking about moving. God, I ask that you direct them to the place that you have for them. I ask that you bless them in this time and really bless them with the thoughts and the motivation to keep going. Bless them with a spirit of motivation and excitement instead of a, um, a spirit of fear and defeat. This is a time where they are about to step into a new season and Lord I ask that you hold their hand throughout this process and that you speak to them and that you really um, show them the way and that you pull the strings that you need to pull in order for their process to go smoothly Lord and God I ask that they are continuously looking towards you for direction within this new time because this is the the first time that we're moving out by ourselves and so we want to continuously look for you for direction Lord and I ask that you continue to um, give them a spirit of gratitude in their current space while also looking towards the future to their new goal. And so, God, I just really thank you so much for always bringing the listeners to me and me to the listeners. And thank you for this audience. And thank you for um, this topic, because I'm able to now show them what I went through and show them the steps that made my moving process a lot easier. And God, I thank you for having your hand in my moving process and allowing my move to be very smooth. Um, and I thank you for filling my space with the Holy Spirit and really giving this a good light and a good energy in my place. And so God, I thank you so much for being here with us as always. And thank you so much for putting this new goal on their hearts, because I know that when you move them into their new spot, you're going to have plans for them with this new spot, God. And so thank you so much. And in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. I really hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. Again, DM me if, any if you have any questions at Greenline Planner on Instagram, and I would love to answer them. And I'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye.